guys, this is Dave Heilman, a.k.a. Dynasty Dorks, and this is the SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, presented to you by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today. You bet $100. You're going to get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Batch us WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Batch us W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. All right, the 2022 NFL season is now over. So the 2023 season starts today. Uh, so we're going to go into our running back rankings. We're also going to talk about Derek Carr. Unfortunately, it looks like it's going to be Valentine's Day heartbreak for Las, Las Vegas Raiders and Derek Carr. Derek Carr, he held all the cards. And at the end of the day, the Saints asked him to take a little bit of a pay cut. They were going to give up a third-round pick, reportedly. And Carr said, nah. Nah. And so he's not going to take it. He's going to waive tomorrow. The waiver period opens. um, And he'll be able to to go to any team that he wants. He's not going to hit the waiver wire. We're going to talk about some perfect landing spots for him, or at least our our favorite landing spots for him. And then uh, we're not going to do the rookie running backs in this, this dynasty rankings. But we do want to talk about kind of the rookie picks with the Dynasty rankings because a lot of you are doing trades right now. And some of you are going to be trading picks for players or you're getting offers of players for picks. I want to talk a little bit about that. So hats off to the Chiefs. Half, hats off to the Eagles. It was a, a great Super Bowl. Yeah, and, it was. Um, a, lot of, a lot of offense and uh, really two good teams, two really good performances by the quarterbacks. So, Brad, let's start off with Mr. Derek Carr, expected to be released before February 15th, so the Raiders do not have to pay that that big chunk of money this year and some money next year. Where do you think is – is give me give me your top three landing spots for Derek Carr. So, I, I do like both of the reported ones, right? So, I, I'm going to go with those right off the bat. The New York Jets are reported. Obviously, the New Orleans Saints with his multiple visits there and, and all the hubbub around that. I think both of those are solid landing spots. They've got a good running back. They've got good wide, good young wide receivers. Uh, the coaching staff is is defensively mindsetted uh, with Dennis Allen and Robert Sala. Um, so I think that's going to help Derek Carr a little bit. They're not going to, you know, put him in situations where they're relying on him to pass a lot. Uh, and personally, probably the Jets are my favorite out of there because I do believe their offensive line is just in a better situation than what the New Orleans Saints offensive line is. And I think, you know, we kind of saw Derek Carr struggle a little bit with the offensive line this season because it wasn't that great. Um, the third wild card one, and we talked about this, you know, a few months ago when we kind of knew this happened and, you know, oh my God, what's going to, what's going on with Derek Carr? Where's he going to go now? All of that. 
And my my favorite spot all in all, and Dave, you're probably going to hate this, is I want to see him in Seattle with Pete Carroll. That's the spot I like. You know, they're they're they've talked about how they want to sign Geno Smith to a long term deal. I think Derek Carr, as much as we talked about the Jets, I think he wants out of the AFC period. Right? He kind of sees how difficult the AFC is from a quarterback perspective to get to the end. So where is he going to be best fit? And I think Seattle might entice him a little bit because he's got. Solid weapons all around. They've got a good defense, a good coaching staff, and I think he could he could flourish in that type of system. We, I mean, we've seen what Pete Carroll and the way that you know he builds his staff be able to put uh, you know even Geno Smith in winning type situations. And I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Geno Smith, so I, I really like that landing spot as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, I I think there's a lot to talk about with these playoff teams and the Super Bowl teams about how to build a roster. And they do have some salary cap there. They also have a uh, very good draft pick. They can move up in the draft as far as Seattle. Um, my my three reasons that he's not going to be a New York Jet are Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow. Um, <laughs> I, just, I don't think he's going to go to a division where he's already maybe the third best, second best quarterback in the division with the New York Jets. I just, and I think the air, I think they're locked in on Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers seems like he's out of town and he's going to possibly go to the Las Vegas Raiders or the New York Jets. Then did the that four day clock start already for Aaron Rodgers? Apparently he's on Pat McAfee show tomorrow. So oh, apparently okay. it's not the yeah. darkness. Okay. Hello, darkness. That song, um, it's not started yet. I could still see the Jets if all things don't work out. Mike White is a free agent, so Zach Wilson's on the roster. Jimmy Garoppolo's been rumored, but they no longer have the LaFleur connection. They, you know, they're most likely, based on the odds makers, is that he's going to go to the Jets. Um, Is that uh, Aaron Rodgers would go to the Jets. Um, But they also have him as the top option for the Raiders. That makes me think... The Packers are going to have an opening, and whether Jordan Love is the guy or not, we don't know, but Derek Carr to the Green Bay Packers would be interesting. He goes in there. You got a kind of an interesting group of misfit toys with the quarterbacks. Justin Fields is young, but even some now some people are still wanting him to be out of there. Kirk Cousins, every regular season, they love him. Every postseason, they hate him. And Jared Goff was once, uh, you know, in the Super Bowl and then out of town. Um, now he's in Detroit, and, and he's kind of cast as a misfit as well. Derek Carr would fit that mold <laughs> to join the Island of Misfit Toys in the NFC North. Um, I like him anywhere in the NFC South. Um, anywhere in the NFC South, I'm totally fine. You got Derek in uh, Carolina um, with the Panthers. You got uh, the Saints. How funny would it be that the Saints end up still getting him? Yep. Um, and they keep their draft pick. You know, Derek Carr's a smart guy. He's gonna keep, he's gonna get a new contract. His new team keeps their draft picks and, and they go, they go that direction. Um, so th- those are the teams that I think I'll just group all of those teams. Number one would be Atlanta for me. I think they have they, they make sense. Um, I don't don't believe in Derek in Desmond Ritter. Um, I like Atlanta with the, the fit they have there 
with the weapons. They need some offensive linemen. They can attack that in the draft this year. They have the third most cap space. They can attack that in free agency. And Derek Carr obviously is going to get a contract, but he's not going to eat their entire cap up. Um, We'll see. Those are my options. He might have that, you know, as much as he loved Darren Waller, they might be able to entice him with what is Kyle Pitts right now. Also like that, that's interesting. That is interesting. Cause I didn't even think Atlanta would be in the running for one of these veteran quarterbacks. Like they need a lot. And I know they were in contention up until like week 12 or whatever it was, but it's not because they were a good team. It's because uh, the NFC yeah, they, really bad. They have some decent young pieces, but they have the third most cap space. If they were to get Derek Carr, with the draft picks they have, they have some decent draft capital and some free agency. You attack one side of the ball with, you know, let's say defense. You attack defense and you go, you know, free agency, attack the offensive line. They have weapons there um, and they have a couple extra draft picks with the with Calvin Ridley trade and things like that. I think they'd be interesting. And the, the bottom line is the division's winnable. Derek Carr goes into the NFC South, no matter what team he's facing Kyle Trask. Matt Corral <laughs> and Andy Dalton or Desmond Ritter, depending on where he goes. I mean, do you want to go there or do you want to go with Josh Allen, Tua Tagovailoa, and, and and Bill Belichick? No. Um, or do you want you know definitely doesn't want to go? He wants to get escape that AFC West uh, murderous <laughs> yeah, right. row. Uh, so um, interesting. Uh, Lamar Jackson's most likely traded spot is Atlanta as well, but obviously, like he most likely stays. We're going to skip. We t- went a little further on that than I, I, I was planning on, but we're going to skip the coaching hires. There's a lot of potential coaching hires. The Colts are expected to get um, the, the offensive coordinator from the Philadelphia Eagles. And, yep. 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 and then it looks like the defensive coordinator from the Bengals or the Eagles are the top runners for the Arizona job. We should know something within the next day or two about that. This would be the, the longest someone has waited for a coaching hire since the Josh McDaniel almost higher in uh, Indianapolis. Let's check back in with the sponsors and then we will get to our running back rankings. Again, I want to talk to you about WinBet. It's the official online sports book of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same game parlays, aka WinBets, build your own bet. I thought it was BYOB. Both work. Great promos, odds, and payouts are are happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up today. You receive a special offer. Bet $100, get $100. Limited to state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Bash us win bet. Just so that we sent you that sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Bash us W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where play through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. So, Brad, we're going to leave the running backs out, but there's two things I want to talk about when we do this. We're going to each give our top five running backs, and when we go through our running backs, I want you to just let me know, especially in the next grouping, are you comfortable with this guy being your RB1? We're not going to have running backs – Running, rookie running backs in here, but would these guys go for, we'll say 102 and, and a one quarterback? We'll take Superflex out of it. One quarterback league after Bijan, because we know Bijan's the 101 and he's probably the RB1 in Dynasty right now. But 
Who's your top five dynasty running backs? All right. So I didn't get too crazy with the top five. I stayed kind of in consensus with most of them. My RB1 right now is Jonathan Taylor running back for the Indianapolis Colts. I'm not scared from this kind of down season that we saw from him. There was a lot of turmoil, head coaching changes, all of that stuff going on there. I think they get it right. Uh, I think they address the quarterback position in the draft, which to me means they're going to lean on that run game even more and the skill set that Jonathan Taylor has. So I think he's locked in at my RB1 right now, pending, uh, obviously, the NFL draft. Uh, And I would absolutely not take the 102 uh, for Jonathan Taylor. And I am absolutely comfortable with him being my RB1 to answer your two questions there. My RB2 is going to be Saquon Barkley, running back for the New York Giants. I'm assuming he's going to end up staying there. New York would be silly, and I think Brandeval knows what he's doing and is going to bring him back, do whatever he can to bring him back. Very similar here. I think he's locked into my RB2. I'm not taking the 102 for him, and I am absolutely comfortable with him being my RB1 on my dynasty squad. This is where my tear break is. So if you want to stop for a second, I will actually answer the question on the screen. I'm going to pull up his name right now. Uh, the winner. So if you don't know what Madden's past is talking about, uh, we had a sweet Kenneth Walker jersey. I'll grab it real quick. No, you know what? I want to tease those who didn't win, actually. So I'm not going to do that to you. We do have a Kenneth Walker jersey signed Michigan State that went to a winner who gave us a five-star review, liked, subscribed to the SGPN Fantasy Football channel on YouTube, and that went to Matt Sylvia. That is at Matt Sylvia underscore eight on Twitter. Uh, We have already been back and forth. He already knows I've got that address. It's going in the mail tomorrow. So Madden's past. Sorry that you didn't win this one, but, you know, just a little insider info. Maybe there's a few more coming down the pike here pretty soon. So I wouldn't be too discouraged. You'll still get a chance at some other really cool gear that the SGPN team is going to be putting out there. Anything? Yeah, I'll, I'll go grab my, my Travis Etienne jersey after. Wow. Uh, I have a Travis Etienne uh, Clemson jersey signed. We'll probably be giving that one away. And I got a Javante Williams signed football. We'll probably be giving that away this summer because it's just hanging out in the closet right now, just waiting, yeah, right? waiting to get given away. So I, I, got a, I got a Brady Quinn signed mini helmet up here. We can do if anybody's interested. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's gonna sign up for that. We'll see. <laughs> oh goodness! Uh, who do you got next? Yeah. All right. So here's where I have a tear break. So once I've got JT and Saquon Barkley, now I start to enter some question marks and I want to see a little bit more from these guys before I'm willing to put them into this tear break. This specific tear break for me, this t- these tier two guys are the guys that I think are absolutely any one of these guys could be the RB3 and possibly have some RB1 overall potential in them as well. And there is some longevity, right? We're talking dynasty here. So these aren't guys that are going to have one year left of production. You know, if you talk Dalvin Cook or Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, those guys where you're like, ooh, you know, they have one or two years. So these guys have a little bit more longevity. So number three is Kenneth Walker, the third running back for the Seattle Seahawks. And you just you saw it this year. There were questions around him coming out of Michigan State. And I think all of those things got answered. I have zero questions around his skill set, how the Seattle Seahawks are using him 
as soon as Rashad Penny went down, they went just handed the keys over to Kenneth Walker and let him run all over the place. So I'm pretty happy with him. I am still taking him over the 102 right now, as well as I'm comfortable with him being my RB1 on my dynasty squad. Moving on to my number four, it's going to be Brees Hall, running back for the New York Jets. This ACL tear does not scare me. I think he's going to come back. He's going to be absolutely fine. Maybe he has a three or four game slump or something like that, but I'm not worried. I may actually buy the dip if that does happen. Uh, I am also very comfortable with him over the 102 and being my RB1 uh, on my dynasty squad. And then my number five running back, and some people may get really mad at this. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. But it, I'm going to put Josh Jacobs in here. He's only 25 years old. He's getting ready to get paid. He's going to be the guy wherever he goes. He showed how much volume this guy he can handle. He he career in catches. He had all the yardage, all the touchdowns. This dude was doing everything on the field for the Las Vegas Raiders. And I think the team that goes and gets him knows what he can do and is going to continue to do that. Now, don't get me wrong. If he goes and gets signed by uh, the, the Saints and has to share a backfield with Alvin Kamara, okay, maybe he's getting docked a little bit. But I don't foresee a team that's got an established running back uh, coming after this guy at all. I think he's going to go to a place where he gets to dominate the carries uh, as well as the third down pass catching work. I am also holding him over the 102. Uh, that may be an unpopular opinion, but I am holding him over the 102 and I am 100% confident with him as my RB1 in Dynasty on my squad as well. Yeah, and we're going to we're gonna go through them a little quicker. Uh, as far as the, um, the 102, the reason I asked about that is you're going to be getting trade offers for the 102 and asking who would I. And so I always tell people, do your own rankings. Start out with our rankings. You can kind of move them up and down based on what you prefer. But a lot of times you'll say, there's no way, you know, 102 for Josh Jacobs or 102 for Ronder Stevenson, no way. But then you say, okay, would you rather have Ronder Stevenson or, or Josh Jacobs or Jameer Gibbs? Who you're likely going to pick in that spot if you need a running back. So, Brad, real quick, who are your top five? Yeah, Jonathan Taylor, St. Quan Barkley, Kenneth Walker III, Brees Hall, and Josh Jacobs. And so I have a similar top five. Jonathan Taylor, as you said, not afraid of the down year. I think they get a, a you know, I like the, the changes there with the offense. The offensive line is going to be fine, but just an off year. He was due for some regression. I'm not going to give up. He's still young. Brees Hall, my number two, not afraid of the ACL. This guy is young. He's 22 years old. He's going to rebound, and I, I love what I saw. Ken Walker, number three, going with youth over the older guys. Saquon Barkley at four, Christian McCaffrey at five. I get it. Christian McCaffrey is the oldest of that top five, but he is an he's, he's a running back and a receiver combo, and it's just really hard to ignore that at his age. That's my top five, and I'd be comfortable with all these guys being my RB1 and – I'd probably take all of them over the 102 right now if I was, you know, looking to compete this year, obviously. Um, that, that's where I'm at. So, number six, Brad, you want to go through your six through 10? Yeah, absolutely. So, my number six is going to be Travis Etienne, running back for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I just like the skill set, I love the guy. Uh, I do think there's some improvement for the pass catching game for him down in the future with 
uh, as that team continue to gr- continues to grow and Doug Peterson continues to kind of run that offense and run that team the way that he wants to. So I'm pretty happy with him. Number eight is going to be Christian McCaffrey. Uh, really, the age is the only thing that's knocking him down. Both of these guys, I am excited as my RB1 and Dynasty. I'm okay with that, and I'm still going to continue to take these guys over the 102 right now. The interesting thing about Christian McCaffrey is he's a pretty affordable running back for the San Francisco 49ers over the next three years. He's got $12 million in a cap hit, but he's got $0 in in a dead cap. So he is, he, they could save, quote unquote, $12 million if they cut him, but that's a really nice salary that's pretty team friendly when you think about it for a bell cow running back like Christian McCaffrey and what he brings to the squad. So I think you're going to see him in San Francisco for the foreseeable future, which is why I'm okay with him being in this tier with all these younger guys. Uh, number eight, this is a little bit of a tear break for me. So now I'm getting into the younger guys that I just want to see a little bit more from. And this tear break is indicative to where now I'm going to start to think about that 102 or the 103 for these guys and I start to get hesitant about whether or not I want them to be the RB1 on my dynasty squad. So number eight is going to be DeAndre Swift, running back for the Detroit Lions. A little worried about the workload. They loved Jamal Williams. I know he's an unrestricted free agent, but I do believe there's a world where they bring him back just from a team perspective, a captain perspective, a morale perspective, just that locker room leader. It just brings a little bit of swagger to the team. Number nine is going to be J.K. Dobbins. I am very high on J.K. Dobbins. I realize that. But now is the time to get him. If he comes out and starts the year on a tear with the new contracted Lamar Jackson, he's going to be unaffordable. You're you're going to have to pay an extremely high price for him. So I think you got to go get him now. And then number 10 is going to be Najee Harris, Pittsburgh, uh, running back for the Pittsburgh Steelers. The volume is still there for him, right? And I think the pass catching is going to come as Kenny Pickett evolves and, and develops in that quarterback position. So I like Najee Harris at my 10 spot. But like I said, I'm starting to waver on whether or not I want these guys to be my RB1. I'm okay with it. But now I'm going to want a really strong RB2 to kind of pair with them. And I'm I'm definitely entertaining offers for the 102 and the 103 right now. Yeah. And so you're comfortable with all 10 of those guys being your RB1? I, it, it's, it's like I said, it's getting questionable with DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Najee Harris. Those three, I'm starting to waver a little bit. There's That's where that tear break is for me. And I'm like, uh, and like I said, if they are my RB1, I'm going to want a little bit stronger RB2 to go with them. Yeah, and so um, can you recap your top 10, please? Absolutely. Jonathan Taylor, Saquon Barkley, Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, Josh Jacobs, uh, Travis Etienne, CMC, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, and Najee Harris. And so for me, number six is Josh Jacobs. I know you mentioned him earlier. I agree all, all the same things. I've been moving him up every single time I do my rankings. And I could even move him up higher. This guy absolutely balled out this year. We just don't know where he's going to land. Um, but he is one of the best running backs in the NFL. And we finally got to see him used the, the right way. Obviously, you saw how much he was used this year. And, you know, we would hope that, you know, there's no regression or things like that. But um, the way he's been used previously really uh, makes me not so concerned about the usage because he's been lightly used his entire career, including college. Travis Etienne at seven. 
Ramondre Stevenson at eight. I really like the Bill O'Brien hire. I think that this offense is going to be in a much better direction. Do I think that they're going to be the Kansas City Chiefs? I don't. But I love Ramondre Stevenson's skill set as a passer, and he also is a, a good runner. Um, and this guy, you could have interchanged all three of these guys for me. Austin Eckler at nine. He's older, but again, just like Christian McCaffrey, I feel like you can't have Christian McCaffrey in the, you know, in, in the top five. You don't have Austin Eckler in your top ten. And this guy is a running back and a receiver together. Honestly, he's got more receiving stats. I forget the stat I threw out the other day, but I think he was RB 17 or 16 uh, receiver or, or 16 or 17, just as a receiver this year. Just unbelievable. Every single week, you probably get only one more year of production, maybe two, but he is an absolute stud. Javante Williams at number 10. I think people are starting to get more comfortable with Javante Williams. Now the season is over. But my where I drew draw the line would be Austin Eckler, Javante Williams. I would not be comfortable with Javante Williams as my RB one right now, and and redraft of course. But even in dynasty, there's just a lot of risk there. But man, Sean Payton, running backs catch the ball, and Javante Williams can catch. So so Javante Williams might be going up the board depending on what they do in free agency. But Sean Payton, he is known for his running backs getting 100-plus targets. And Javante Williams is an excellent pass catcher. That's my top 10. Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, Ken Walker, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Josh Jacobs, Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson, Austin Eckler, Javante Williams. Brad, who do you got 11 through 15? Can't hear you. At number 11, I'm coming in with Javante Williams, running back for the Denver Broncos, for all the same things that you said. He's young. I'm okay with him being my RB1, but just like I said a little bit earlier, I'd like to have a little bit stronger just to kind of cap me a little bit as he comes back from that ACL and meniscus injury uh, this season. Number 12, this is my Austin Eckler uh, landing spot. The biggest driver for this, I'm not saying – He's my number 12 ranked going into the 2023 season from a seasonal perspective, right? But when you think dynasty, you got to realize longevity plays into it. Austin Eckler is only under contract for one more year with the Los Angeles Chargers. After that, he will be an age 30 running back going into a new team with a new contract. I'm not okay with that, which is why I can't put him in my top 12 right now, but this is where it gets a little weird for me. Dave, you talk about, am I okay with him being my RB1? I'm telling you right now, if I'm going into the 2023 season with Austin Eckler as my RB1 on my dynasty squad, I'm trying to win that year because I'm okay with Austin Eckler being my RB1. But from a longevity perspective, after that year, I've got to kick in to rebuild at that point. So little, little intricacy there for me. Uh, number third, I'm sorry, number 12 is going to be Nick Chubb running back for the Cleveland Browns. Another guy, he's got a couple years on his contract, but after that, he's going to be an age 29 running back who is likely moving on to another team. So now I'm starting to get a little concerned with him. I am not comfortable with him being my number one running back after this season, very similar to Austin Eckler. Uh, and I'm actually, I'm definitely, enter again, entertaining that 102 that you talked about before. Uh, number 13 is going to be Ramondre Stevenson. 
Uh, I'm sorry, number 14 is going to be Ramondre Stevenson running back for the New England Patriots. I just don't – I've got him lower than what you do, Dave, mostly because I don't trust the New England Patriots to just give him the volume. I think they address the running back position. They are clearly unhappy with Damian Harris, his inability to stay healthy, his performance, whatever they are looking at there. I don't think they have ever given anybody the volume that we want some of these running backs to get. And I think that is just that tune is going to continue to play for the Patriots. And it worries me. Maybe if we get through the draft of free agency and they don't sign anybody, he'll creep up my rankings a little bit. But right now, I just don't trust the situation enough to, ha- to have him any higher than this. And then here is maybe a shocker. My RB15 right now in Dynasty rankings is going to be Tony Pollard running back for the Dallas Cowboys. I think he goes somewhere and gets the load. I think he proved this season he's dynamic enough to handle that load. I hope he comes back from the injury. That's kind of the question mark, obviously, right now. But I think somebody is going to trust in him enough to be able to bring him in, even if they don't. Dallas is going to get him severely discounted. And we saw what he can do as the RB1B, I'm going to say, for the Dallas Cowboys. And it was top 15 running back, right? So I think you're going to continue to see that, even though he is going to be aged, I think he's going on his age 26 season. So my 11 through 15 is going to be Javante Williams, Austin Eckler, Nick Chubb, Ramondre Stevenson, and Tony Pollard. Yeah, and so with Ramondre Stevenson, I have a question for you. So in a game, what are you looking for for someone to get, you know, a good amount of touches, like RB1 worthy of touches? It has to be more than 15. So 15 touches. on average. 15 touches a game for 17 weeks is 255 touches. And that's just including, you know, rushing and – Targets, right? And, well, not targets, catches. And okay, so, right. Ramondre Stevenson this year, two hundred and ten rushing attempts, sixty nine receptions. Mm-hmm. So that's well, well over that fifteen exactly. mark. And so, um, that's why I'm comfortable putting him up there. He he was used, and you know, James White's no longer you know there, and so they can use him as the pass catcher. But what he offers that Damian Harris doesn't offer is both. And, you know, they were, they're able to put him on the field and you don't go, okay, I know it's a running play because it's Damian Harris. Oh, I know it's passing plays. And so they did utilize him in that fashion. And that's what I'm looking for. 15 is the exact number in my head. When you said that, that's exactly where my head was at. And I looked it up and 255. See, this is why you're the dork. And this is why I'm the dude. I I don't, I didn't know that. Right. So I appreciate, I guess I got to move him now. I gotta you put got, you gotta move them up. You gotta move them up. But I, I yeah. do like just I really do like the Bill O'Brien hire. I think it's a more traditional offense. And we've seen what yeah. he's he's done anywhere he's gone. He's been a good offensive coordinator. He's a terrible general manager. He is <laughs> awful. But he is a you didn't pretty, like that DeAndre Hopkins trade? You no. don't think he got good value? No. Yeah, that that uh the tra- every trade he made was just oh, like man. laughable. He's the he's the guy in your league that everybody just pummels until he quits because they just take from take and take from his team, and then everybody in the chat just laughs and laughs and laughs. So the rest of my group, um, eleven 
I have DeAndre Swift. And I think you probably could move him up based on just value, trade value. Uh, Najee Harris, 12. Tony Pollard at 13. J.K. Dobbins at 14. Uh, sounds like a franchise tag for Tony Pollard. I think he is going to be the lead dog there. Ezekiel Elliott will probably stay with a uh, very low um, cap number next year. Very so probably, pay cut. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Tony Pollard's going to be the guy there. J.K. Dobbins and then Joe Mixon. Um, I, I do think that Dobbins is is back. And so with all these guys, I'm very comfortable with them being my RB2. I just don't think that I'd be comfortable with them as my RB1 in, in Dynasty or Redraft. And you're looking at guys that are probably mid-first-round picks. Um, but again, we want to talk to you guys about that because just like we talked about doing the mock drafts, you think about it and say, I would never take this guy for 102. I would never take Najee Harris for 102 or Tony Pollard for 102. And then I say, okay, who do you want, Jameer Gibbs or Najee Harris? And they're in the draft together in your startup. And that's when the rubber meets the road and people are going, okay, yeah, I'll take take Najee Harris over Jameer Gibbs or over Zach Evans or over these other guys. Without landing spots, of course, but even after landing spots, it's going to be interesting to see how people value these players and uh, we will eventually put the rookies on our running backs. Brad, who do you got 16 through 20? Yeah, so the, the one thing to add there, we talk super flex all the time, right? So just add two or three to that pick when you're talking super flex, right? So when we say 102 because we're talking about one quarterback, you're really talking about that RB2 spot, which is most likely the 104 or the 105, right? So Good point. Uh, because of the quarterback. So just keep that in mind. Don't go in a super flex lead, trade the 102 for one of these guys, right? Because that's starting quarterback on a super flex squad. So, um, all right. So number 16 for me is going to be Joe Mixon. The biggest thing is going to be around his contract. He's got this weird non-legal situation now. It got dropped like who or settled or whatever. Uh, so I think there's some volatility there and we've already seen a few seasons now where they're very comfortable going to Samaj P. Ryan and somebody else on that team if they're not liking what they're getting from Joe Mixon in certain situations. So I just can't have him any higher than this right now. Uh, number 18, or I'm sorry, number 17 is going to be, this is where my numbers are going to get weird. So correct me if I mess it up because I do have my rookies in here. So I'm trying to make sure my numbers are right. Uh, number 17 is going to be Alvin Kamara. Uh, look, the contract, he's there, right? This dude's there. He's most likely there again in the 2024 season, unless they just say, you know what? We don't care. We're moving on. Uh, so I think you got likely two more years of Alvin Kamara in the New Orleans Saints. And I think that's a pretty solid count uh, for him. Number 18 is going to be David Montgomery, currently the running back for the uh, the Chicago Bears. I do think there's a world where they re-sign him. Uh, you know, we saw his usage pretty decently this season. I know they included Khalil Herbert, but I'm not really too afraid of that right now. Um, so he comes in at number 18. Number 19 is going to be Dalvin Cook, uh, running back for the Minnesota Vikings. This, when he's healthy, he gets the volume. And I know Alexander Madison ha- had a couple games, but those games came either when Dalvin Cook was hurt 
or those games came because he got a touchdown off of three carries or whatever, right? So he's not taking a bunch of volume away from Dalvin Cook right now. And then to round out my top 20, it's going to be Rashad White, running back for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Post-draft, he will rise if they do not draft anybody. I just think they address that running back room, and the draft capital is what matters to me. If they spend a third-round pick on a running back, I'm gonna I'm gonna fade Rashad White pretty heavily. If they spend a six round pick on a running back, he'll bump up my rankings a pretty a pretty good portion. At least jump in Montgomery and Cook and Kamara and quite possibly Joe Mixon. But right now he's gonna stay down there until I know what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers do with that spot. So my 16 to 20 spot is gonna be Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Dalvin Cook, and Rashad White. Yeah, and, and with Rashad White, it's going to be interesting to see what they do with the coaching. There's a lot of offensive coordinator positions available. The Houston Texans did get their offensive coordinator, one of the another Shanahan disciple, I believe it was the running back, or the running game coordinator um, that went over to Miami Dolphins to interview. Um, but then we had one of the, the passing game coordinator went to Houston as their offensive coordinator. And then we have um, the Baltimore Ravens are looking for an OC. You're going to have different situations with Arizona. Did the Jets sign one yet? Uh, the Jets, I believe. Will they get uh, an OC? Because um, I know they fired LaFleur, right? Yeah, they got Nathaniel Hackett. Ah, oh, that's right. That's right. That's and right. so, um, you know, you got a lot of things going on. Rex Ryan uh, definitely uh, interviewed for the defensive coordinator job for the Denver Broncos. Um, a lot of things still to be decided, quarterbacks and coaches. You should see a lot of things take shape at the end of the week. Um, and with Rashad White, that's it's going to be interesting to see what they do there because um, we got Leonard Fournette there. They have no, we don't know the quarterback's going to be yet. Do they just blow it up? And is Rashad White on a terrible offense next year? Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Because he's a pass catching running back. I just, it's, it's trouble. Yeah. Um, so for me, I have number 11, 11, I have DeAndre Swift, Najee Harris, Tony Pollard, J.K. Dobbins. Then I have Joe Mixon at 15. Then I have Alvin Kamara at 16, Nick Chubb at 17, Derek, Carr, uh, Derek Henry at 18, not Derek Carr, Dalvin Cook at 19, David Montgomery at 20. Um, I, I, I do value Khalil, White, Khalil Herbert. Um, I think Khalil Herbert is a thing. I think that the the Bears could also let him walk. They have a lot of cap space, but they also have a lot of draft picks. I know they pretty much need an entire roster, but signing a running back is not signing a running back to a long contract would be the same thing as signing an off the ball linebacker to a large contract. And what did they do with Roquan Smith? They traded him. Go away. Yep. And so they may, depending on what the cost is, bring David Montgomery back. David Montgomery is not going to cost the same as Saquon Barkley. So they could bring him back to a three-year deal, eight or nine million a year, and be fine with it. Justin Fields on a rookie contract. You're, you're fine. But I do think Khalil Herbert's a problem because David Montgomery was not as good when Khalil Herbert was healthy. Khalil Herbert at one point was a, a RB1, and it was for several weeks in a row. He's not just a guy. And so um, we'll see. I still like Montgomery. And 
Montgomery could find himself on another team, which may not be a terrible thing for him either. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's so, got three down skill set, right? He, yeah. I mean, he can do anything he wanted to. So. He's, he's a big dude. So to go through my top 20 again, Jonathan Taylor, Brees Hall, Ken Walker, Saquon Barkley, CMC, Josh Jacobs, Travis Etienne, Ramondre Stevenson, Austin Eckler, Javante Williams. That's my top 10. 11, I have DeAndre Swift, Najee Harris, Tony Pollard, J.K. Dobbins, Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara at 16, Nick Chubb 17, Derek Henry 18, Dalvin Cook 19, Dave Montgomery 20. Brad, want to give us a rundown of your top 20? Yeah, absolutely. Let me scroll back up here. So number one, I got Jonathan Taylor. Number two, Saquon Barkley. Kenneth Walker, Brees Hall, and Josh Jacobs round out my top five. Then I got Travis Etienne, CMC, DeAndre Swift, J.K. Dobbins, Najee Harris to round out my top ten. And I follow that up with number 11 at Javante Williams, Austin Eckler at 12, Nick Chubb, Ramondre Stevenson, and Tony Pollard round out my top 15. And then 16 through 20 is Joe Mixon, Alvin Kamara, David Montgomery, Dalvin Cook, and Rashad White. So who do you got 21 through 25? Yeah, so 21, I have Derrick Henry. It, it just... I had to put him in here somewhere, right? You can't deny the the skill set, the longevity, but I can't take any of these other guys. Take can't take him above any of these other guys right now. So so Derrick Henry at twenty one, my love joy and Antonio Gibson, and the hope that whoever they bring in for the Washington Commanders can do something with him and stop relegating him to just kind of bench work. He's explosive. He's got the skill set. I want to see more from him. So I, I can't drop him any more than number 22 right now. Number 23 is going to be Damian Pierce. And this is another one of those guys that can rise or fall based on the draft. If the Houston Texans don't do anything with the running back room after, before, the say, the fourth round or the fifth round, I'm likely going to move Damian Pierce up because they're going to have a rookie running or a rookie quarterback coming in. Uh, and they're going to lean on Damian Pierce as the bell cow, and I really like his skill set. I think he proved that he can be a first and second down running back, and he's going to be worth a guy that moves up in the rankings, I think. Number 23 is going to be Cam Akers. I'm sorry, number 24 is going to be Cam Akers, uh, running back for the Los Angeles Rams, and this is going to be a guy, he's not going to move in the offseason for me, but I think he can move after week two or week three. Right. If we continue to see what we saw at the back end of the 2022 season for Cam Akers, he's a riser for me. But right now he is at 23. Number 24, Miles Sanders. And it took everything I could do to not move him down after that game last night. I, I left him where he's at, but he's likely going down depending on free agency and how all of that runs out. He definitely hurt his free agency stock with that game. And maybe that was Philly's plan all along. Who who knows, right? That's a little bit of a conspiracy theory uh, there, but but a little a lot of a disappointment there. And then to round out my top twenty five is going to be James Cook, uh, running back for the Buffalo Bills. And I just I I think Devin Singletary and Naeem Hines being free agents, he's not going to be the bell cow, but he's going to end up with a little bit more volume than what he got this season. And we saw how explosive he could be averaging almost six yards a carry. Uh, he looked really good, and we hope he gets a little bit more involved in the past game. So from 21 to 25, I've got Derrick Henry, Antonio Gibson, Damian Pierce, Cam Akers. Oh, shit, I did 26, didn't I? 
Uh, Cam Akers. Go to 30. Go to 30. James Cook. All right, so 27, we're going to go Aaron Jones, running back for the Green Bay Packers. He's still there. They restructured his contract. He's got at least one more year there, uh, and we've seen that he can be a game changer for that offense. Uh, Next up is Khalil Herbert. Then A.J. Dillon and Kareem Hunt round out my top 30 running backs. Uh, Kareem Hunt hurts me at 30. I think he should be lower, but I just – you see, like, that first four or five weeks, he looks really good, and then the game plan changed. He never came back the same way, but but we'll see kind of what happens in the offseason there uh, with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and he's a guy that could end up a starter. I'm looking at this going, there's barely 30 guys I like in yeah. my top 30. I'd probably drop him down lower if the rest of the guys didn't stink. <laughs> um, yeah. The running back The rookie class is definitely going to bump those guys down. The rookie running backs are definitely going to jump in here and be a lot of those guys sprinkled into my, my top 25 to 30 players. Yeah. Um, 21, I have Rashad White. Then Damian Pierce, 22. Then I have Isaiah Pacheco at 23. I like the way he runs. He's on one of the best offenses in football, and they trusted him last night when the game was on the line. He was the one carrying the ball. Um, he just he's he stole stole took. Clyde Rizalaire is no longer he's no longer a thought for yeah, the Chiefs yeah. offense. Then I have Tyler Algier, and then I have Miles Sanders, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon, Cam Akers. James Cook, Khalil Herbert. I got the Washington boys right after that. Robinson and Gibson for my 31 and 32. Um, This could change a lot. You can see Damian Pierce, Rashad White, Pacheco, Miles Sanders, Tyler Algier, all could be outside of my top 30 with these rookies because when the rookies get added in, they're going to take someone's job. Yep. And something I, I definitely will talk more about on the draft draft coverage is the running the rookie running backs don't always start the season off as the starter or they don't have an early impact but we really saw after like the team's bye week they really went to the fresh legs we saw it in buffalo they rode devin singletary till the bye week came out of the bye week it was a james cook show james cook took over that backfield leonard Fournette, rashad white it was the same deal you saw it in atlanta with Tyler Algier, he finished extremely strong. They went to the guy with the young legs, and they rode him out for the rest of the year. And so with these teams that pick up these young running backs, that's something to look at, especially when you have an older starter and a younger. It's just you're going to have to week one make some moves and buy one, sell the other kind of a deal. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, hey, we've gone through – 60 running backs, well, probably a lot of the same. So we'll say 35 (laughs) to 40 running backs. Um, A lot of our guys were similar, just a little bit different. Um, Again, the running backs, it is a volatile situation. There are a lot of older running backs in that group. And in two years, a lot of those guys won't be in the league anymore. Um, But luckily, the next two running back classes are really good. And we should have quite a few running backs Reminder, please go check out our rookie profiles. Quick little videos, quick little pods, seven or eight minutes long on some of our favorite players. We have six more coming out this week. We did six more last week that will be up this week on YouTube. So um, please go check them out. And as always, 
Good luck this season. Cheers.